0: Hey everybody, welcome to Padaway Evangelistic Ministries Worldwide. This is season seven. I pray that God blesses you abundantly, above all measure, and I pray that this word will bless you. Stay tuned. Praise
1: the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another segment of Padaway Evangelistic Ministries pray that this particular teaching series blesses you. This particular series is going to surround itself around uh, the life of David right before the events of him becoming the next king, the successor to Saul. This particular segment is going to focus on his transition from hiding from Saul um, and establishing camp within Ziklag and then coming out of Ziklag. Ziklag was a a place where David learned how to operate more efficiently and effectively as a strategic leader, as a strategist, as someone that that needed to know how to um, be more effective in warfare. We understand that he was fighting uh, a lot uh, in scripture um, and he was sent to the battlefield a, a plethora a plethora of times uh, for Israel to win um, big battles and, and battles that uh, included the giant Goliath. of course that, that great battle uh, spread along him being uh, hired by King Saul and being a, a harvest to him and later on a a, a known warrior within the kingdom of Israel. Um, Through David's life, we see God's hand. We saw God's hand in the stones that he threw, um, that he prepared to throw, but there was only one that made it to Goliath's head. And and that one was, I believe, it was surely Holy Spirit led. That stone sunk into Goliath's head in David's After Goliath felt, uh, sliced his head clean off and took his, took Goliath's sword for possession. But here, within this particular, uh, context, we see an invisible giant, uh, where David loses everything in a moment. He lost two of his wives, um, he lost not only his wives, but his, his his brothers in arms lost their belongings and wives and children and family, and we see that there, the Bible says that they wept so hard to the point where they could not weep no more, there was communication throughout the, the crowd, 600 people. Men that they should kill david for it's just for he, he was being blamed for what had happened uh, i can, i can see right here that the enemy was was speaking satan was speaking to the minds and emotions of of, of of his david's followers and it's very it's very important that when we have these challenging times that kind of shake us that was surrounded by the right people, not just physically, but emotionally um, and and, and uh, spiritually. So the Bible says that they spoke about stoning David, and David kind of took a little time to himself, and he wanted to talk to God about the situation. It takes a really strong person to talk to God about a situation that has them on pause mentally, uh, almost emotionally paralyzed. Um, Well, you're saying where where where's paralysis, where where the Word of God says that they could not cry no more. They were trying to cry, but it seems like their tear ducts were dry. We see here that, and I'm just painting a picture before we get to the, the brunt of it. We we see that David was a mighty warrior. He won many battles. This his his the Bible says that there was a song that was sung amongst the crowd of people that knew Saul, King Saul, and knew uh, David. They said Saul slew his thousands, but David his tens of thousands, his ten thousand. They were in 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 a mighty way saying that David was a little (laughs) I'm being modest when I say this but they were saying that David based upon his record was greater than Saul when it came to warfare so of course with David's record 600 men I, I, you know I feel like there would have been more (laughs) if he had the time to gather more 600 men 600 men you know with Gideon Gideon had three hundred men, and then God said, "You know, um, could take what you had, but the three hundred and get the battle." You know, the Bible says that David had six hundred men, and they were ready to fight. They were, they were the ones that 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 David sent on special missions, special tasks. To, to make sure that um, they survived and to make sure that he survived. They were, uh, and that's just David's armor bearers. They made sure that, you know, uh, no one killed David. I believe that some of them that were amongst the crowd knew that he was, he was about to become king. And they there was something special about this man because his influence was great in the midst of the influence of a present king it was already declared in the creed years ago that um, David was anointed, he had God's hand on him And, and it's amazing now we live in a time where it seems like every preacher got God's hand hand on them but sometimes that's not the case, sometimes Satan's hands are on leaders and other such and So but anyway, they, they they are discerning they are discerning that David is a great person and he's someone that they can follow. So I can see where the hurt the the brunt of the hurt can come from when they're looking at David and they're like, Man, we were protecting you. We're making sure you're good. While we're making sure you're good, our family suffered. How dare you, David? How dare you? That's where you gotta look at where they are. They're literally outside of Israel. They these men uh they chose to rebel with David because Saul was trying to kill him. And here we are, we see they're like we were trying to make sure you're good and this is where the part kind of gets frustrating because they're like okay we were protecting you and our families are suffering because we were trying to make sure you're good we if that's the case somebody gonna have to die for for them being taken and at this moment maybe they did not realize it that um no one had died yet. No one in in, in the and the blessed thing is God made sure that no one died. God made sure that no one died amongst the kin. Do you see God's hand still? Sometimes it's hard to see God's hand in a in a situation like this. David literally felt bad. He inquired of the Lord. He had to find encouragement within himself because the encouragement his brothers and sisters was null and void. He had to look within himself as the Holy Spirit led him, as the Lord led him, to find an encouraging moment. And that can be tough. That's a tough place because at first, everyone was with him. Like Moses, but Moses had a bigger, a bigger, very bigger, very much um, more um, big, bigger crowd. But Six hundred people amongst one is still it's still a big crowd. And, and 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 they're like, Man. So he had to he had the opportunity, I'll say it like this. He had the opportunity to seek God uh, and clear his mind to seek counsel amongst the Lord. He 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 um went and grabbed ancient artifacts, uh, artifacts like an ephod and uh, things that a priest would usually have and he placed it upon himself because he was he was ready to go into a, a a type of intercession to find his peace. You know, he wasn't king yet, so he didn't have a priest that was assigned to him yet outside of Samuel. So he had to be oh my God, his epistological uh foreshadowing right here. He had to be priest, prophet, and king just for a second. And I say king because he was still ruling over 600. In that moment, it was, even though it was the prelude to his king, his, his open manifestation of what's already been declared, oh my God, in this moment right here, he had to First, pray. Priest, being the priest, then he had to prophesy with his body and, and, and say, I'm not going to cry, but I'm going to get up for a moment and get, regain my strength and go recover all. And then king, meaning I'm going to do it because God declared it and decreed it. As God declared the decree, I declare the decree of victory. Priest, prophet, king, all at once. And the Bible says that he went in the strength of the Lord. The Lord was with him. And the Lord is with you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go deeper. Stay tuned. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I'm coming out of Ziklag. I'm coming out of Ziklag. I'm coming out of Ziklag. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. There was some main points that was already explained in the first portion of this. So I'm going to go right into this. We understand that Ziklag was a place where David established himself as a strategist. He established his base. Operations with 600 men um, and he basically had his own uh, army. He had his army outside of Israel. He was in exile at this particular moment of his life and he was on the run from Saul because of the unclean spirit, or the evil spirit rather, that was sent from, from God. I believe God um, does not send this spirit, an, an evil spirit regularly, but he but God allowed this particular spirit, or sent this this evil spirit, to drive, um, eventually drive Saul out of his kingship. If you uh, had, had had did a, uh, I don't know, a, a, a history uh, study, a historical study upon um, Saul's life, you'll see that Saul was rejected by God around First Samuel chapter. 15 or chapter 14, and it, it, because he he was the people's choice, but he was not God's choice, Saul did not do the things that God had directed him to do to the fullest, and he left things undone, and God was deceived. And it, it's very evident that Saul really didn't have a relationship with God like David did, Um, he actually said to Samuel when he came back from a, quote, victory, end quote, um, praise your God. You know, when we look at the Psalms that, um, David wrote, you can see that he made it very clear that Jehovah is his God, that God, God Jehovah is his God, uh, the triune God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is his God. And he attributes this as God being in control of his life. He said, I will praise the Lord, my God. I will bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. And he had a repentant heart, as you can see it psalm chapter uh psalm chapter 50 and psalm chapter 55 but he, he speaks about a creation of a new art of renewing of a right spirit within me you can see david's heart on the pages and david was uh i believe working all of this out in a cave uh a cave called i, I believe Adullam oh, or a i gotta look at the the root word, I can't look at it right now, but he was was doing all of this stuff um, out of a cave, and God was blessing him. Batman didn't do it first. (laughs) David did. (laughs) Uh, But um, people that follow DC Comics understand that joke, because Batman works out of a cave. But anyway, um, David David did it first. King David did it first. Pre-King David did it first, and here we see that uh, Ziklag, is, which was a place of preparation, has become uh, a place of, of of much loss and great sorrow for him. I don't believe that David was expecting to to um, be caught up, God, the way he did, and it costed it costed him. The people spoke about stoning him. And he had to encourage himself with the Lord at that particular time because uh, it seems like all of their families, including David's, was kidnapped and taken under custody by another nation. And the Bible says that they wept bitterly to the point where they could cry no more. They could cry no more. And I just want to continue to paint this picture of what Ziklag is. But I just want to make the declaration, through and through, that we are coming out of Ziklag. Coming out of Ziklag. Coming out of Ziklag. It's time to come out of Ziklag. It's. It means Ziklag means winding. The place of winding, bending, flowing, and outpouring of a fountain pouring. It means a pouring out. Of, of some sort, and pouring out, it could be like, um, like pouring a, a flow. Uh, maybe there was a, a river there that flowed freely, but if but that river was winding and bending, it it, it, it gained the characteristic of of of, of the name zigzag. It also means measured, pressed down. Oh my God. I know what you're thinking about, right? Pressed down, shaking together, running running over. Ah, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the place of flowing, bending, winding. Do do, Do you see yourself in this story yet? This is the place where it's bittersweet. Or sweet, then bitter. It was sweet at first because he had taken refuge there to get away from the horrors of Saul now it's become bitter because now the horror that he was trying to escape it seems like Satan uh, sent through someone else however we must understand that God's victory came to David as a measure pressed down, shaken together, running over Just as the characteristics of Ziklag, winding, bending, bending, flowing, were, is how the characteristics came back through the characteristics of his blessing from God, came back through winding, bending, flowing, and his magic pressed down. You see later on he becomes king. This is God saying, hey, you went through a lot, but guess what? Since you came out, here's your blessing It has the same characteristic but now it's in your favor. Hey God. Hey, God. That's why we have a cult, we have a, a cultural thing in our church that we say uh that Bishop uh Jerome Sosa has, has has established uh at CRL where we say greater the struggle, greater the blessing. Greater the struggle, greater the blessing. If you're going through something really, really hard,
0: yay!
1: Hallelujah! I'm trying to come help me, Holy Spirit. If you're going through something really, really hard, ah, you're in line for a really, really good blessing. If you're going through something that's really bringing some deep, deep pain and sorrow, God is saying, You're in line for some really, really great deep-seated, joyful moments that's going to catapult your your state of being in a new dimension. These are not just words, but this is a prophetic utterance from the Lord that it's time for you to come out of Ziklag. But the way that you're coming out is that you're coming out first mentally you're coming out first emotionally and then spiritually and next thing you'll see is yourself out of your zigzag I said to you earlier through the back through the uh, the, the backdrop of the message I guess that's what I'll call it that David had become priest prophet, and king for a moment That was God using him to bring his mind, body, and mind, body, soul, and spirit out first. Bringing his mind, his spirit, and his emotions out first. Then he had to bring his body out next by doing something prophetic, by getting up and getting ready, readying himself to fight. Hallelujah. To get ready to recover all to get ready, to get in gear, to regain the momentum that was taken from him through hardship. He had to regain the struggle. Hallelujah, Jesus. To He had to regain the breath that he lost from the struggle. He had to regain his mental faculties. He had to regain his strategy, knowledge, uh, or... or Through remembering the hard times that he went through already and came out of, he had to remember. He brought, God strategically brought him to a place of victory before it was in his hand. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Could it be that God's trying to do the same thing for you? I believe that God is doing the same thing for us. I believe that God's going to do it for you. That you're coming out of zigzag today. That you're coming out of zigzag today. That you're coming out of that that place of defeat today. That you're coming out of that place of turmoil today. That you're coming out of that place that's been really, really hard where you feel like you're stuck today. You're coming out of that emotional depression today. You're coming out of that sunken place today. You're coming out. You're coming out. You're coming out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus, I keep hearing that song in my soul. I'm going to see a victory. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's already mine. I just need to say, God, I just want to see it for myself. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come out of your depression, hallelujah, of, of, your, of, of your pain. Come out of the multiple regrets that's internally and externally making you weary day in and day out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out of the mental hold of pain in Jesus' name. It's time to come out of it. Oh, God, come out of the emotional hold of pain in Jesus' name. Ziklag is a place of great grief and belly aching, wailing beyond your ordinary outcry. Oh, my God, it's the place where we wrestle and have wrestled with expectancy of great refuge and replenishing however great horror that trouble became a reality. Is that your story? Who am I talking to across this world? Who am I talking to? Maybe you're in Asia. Maybe you're in Africa. Maybe you're in Portugal. Maybe you're in Afghanistan. And, and, And it's like you're fighting for your life. Literally. God, sent this word to you to let you know to keep on fighting. Keep on going. You cannot give up here. You can, you've got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. When you've done all that you can do, the Bible says stand. Therefore, stand, I say, standing in what? In the liberty of Christ, where, where, where as though he has set you free, where as though he has made you free in your mind and your thinking. You got to think your way out first. I heard my pastor say so many times, before you see yourself out, you got to think, you, gotta, you got to, you before you get yourself out, you got to think your way. You got to see it within your mind. You got to see it within your mind's eye that you're out already. You got to know it in your nowhere that God is going to do it. Check it Whether I can physically feel it or not. God said to go, hey, God, hey, Jesus, and recover all. And he said, hey, God. He said, I will recover all without fail. Hey, God. I come against depression and, sh- and all types of different demonic uh, holds right now. I command every stronghold of the enemy to be pulled, be poured down right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Set my brother and my sister free right now. In the name of Jesus. Loose them. Let them loose us. Let us go. In the name of Jesus Christ. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Not later. Right now. Hey, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Receive the deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 God said, it's time to stop looking at what what happened. Take your eyes off of it. I had to do that recently. Check your eyes off. I had to do that recently. I'll be transparent just yesterday. Oh God. Family and I got a U-Haul ready to move into this house. We realized that we needed more funds. As we speak, on our way back home to take the U-Haul back. But God said to me, I closed this door. That means I got something greater. That means I got something greater. If He said you can't be stuck on something for so long or you'll miss what I'm trying to do with you in the moment of this turning point because it's not a dead end it's a turning point I will never forget this my pastor preached about resetting and then he also preached about uh, uh he said the title of, of of another message was are you at a dead end or a turning point I believe that I'm at another turning point Hey, geez. Tell your neighbor, you're at a turn. This is not a dead end. David had to look at that place where they wanted to kill him, when 600 men wanted to take his life. He had to go and carry himself in the Lord and receive the, the download of God's mindset in that moment so that he could go back to them and say, it's time to get our stuff. Hey, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. God didn't bring you this far for nothing, brothers and sisters. It's time to get. Hey, God. It's time to get what God got for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 As preachers, we got to live this stuff first before we preach it. But in the midst of it, I declare the decree. I'm coming out as a clay. Hallelujah. Not just me, but my family. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah, we cried about the situation. We wept about the situation. But now it's time to come out of it. They're going to see that God made you, like I heard my pastor say a few weeks ago, God will make you a trophy amongst many. He was talking about not casting, uh, not uh, not washing your nets too soon. In the story, in the text, Jesus uh, told Peter, what are you doing? I'll, I'll reset your net and go back out for a draw had just got finished washing their nets god is telling someone reset it's time to reset and try it again try it again peter was probably frustrated at at that moment but god is telling someone right now to try it again. you got favor this time last time you did it out of your flesh this time you're going in the spirit and the strength of the lord Hey, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. It was the place, Ziklag was the place where pre King David set up a base of about 600 men to attack neighboring cities when they needed to. He and his comrades lived there for about a year. Months, according to theologians and various sources just think for a moment as I as I, as I told this up David wasn't weak and he had oil anointing flowing from God through and to him and through him the place where he seen literally means coming out or well, the place where water flows out Jesus said out of your belly will flow living rivers of water later verses in the New Testament. Well listen. Which got me to thinking. I said, if God gave me one year to get things set for a divine temple, would I be ready? What can you do in a year? Okay, God gave us about three years in the pandemic. What can you do in another year? What can you do with the with a divine year that is about to give you? What did you do during that time during the pandemic? Did you prepare for war? or tried the the shoes and the money circles all three years. Did you prepare for war? When God gave the command to David to go and recover all, he was already preparing. David was already preparing the year before. He just didn't know what he was preparing for. He just knew that he was trying to survive. He didn't know that he was preparing for a great loss and then later a greater victory. He just had a backside of the mountain mindset, attempting to survive just in case Saul rolled up on him again. God was ready to bring David's mind out of Ziklag first. Do you hear me? I'm not coming out of this place by myself. However, I'm coming out with an army, with my army. God gave Gideon 300. However, God gave David double that. He had 600. And then... When we come out of Ziklag, we're going to pursue. This was a different type of tape of of Goliath that David was facing. It was invisible. It, it, it was a bit, However, it was it was just that God it was just that David had to switch up his giant slaying experience. He had to just recollect what he did back then. It's time to rely on what you remember from previous victories, so that you can re- become renewed in your strength. David needed to hear God's approval for his mind to come out of Ziklag. He heard God say to him, "Go with a here and recover all. You shall." Hey God! Oh my God! You shall. Recover all Jesus Hey. Hallelujah Jesus, you shall recover all. You shall recover all. You shall recover all. You, recover all. you will we tell your name, you shall tell yourself, I shall recover all without fail. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hey, thank, thank you, thank you, Jesus. He could have stayed. He could have stayed. He cried keder di 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 and cried di di But he heard God say, go! Hey, are you hearing God say, go? If if you hear God say, go, that means you're sick in the strength of God. If you hear him say, go and pursue," that means you have the might of heaven flowing through you. You have God's approval that you're going to win. If you heard God say, you will recover. Oh, without fail that means when you run out of you God's gonna take over and make sure you win this victory hey God I'm coming out of Ziklag tell your name and say my strength is renewed I have the, the strength to leap over a wall and I have the strength to run through an army to run through a troop God has given my, the, me the, the knowledge with my fingers to fight in my hands to war. I'm coming out of Ziklag. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. He needed to hear God say go. He needed to hear God give him permission to go. He needed to hear God say pursue to know that God is wisdom. Most importantly he needed to hear the stats. He needed to hear God say you shall recover all. He needed to know as a bishop would say it's a foregone conclusion. It's a foregone conclusion. It's a foregone conclusion. I win. I always win. I always win. You always win. I heard God tell me very clearly yesterday. I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. He said, if you believe that scripture, if you believe that I, if you believe that I created you from my mind, you got to know that you are my thoughts in motion. Mm. So when I tell you that you are significant, you got to know that I created you with a significant mind. The best mind. Mind, mind. The mind of Christ. The mind of God. Hallelujah. You are here on purpose. You are not a mistake. Hey, my God. I don't care how hard it was for you, and and not to take from the validity of your hardship, but God is saying it's more important for you to know that you're here on purpose. It's more important for you to know that you have purpose. It's more important for you to know that I gave you life in your mother's womb. It's more important for you to know that if I brought you out out of her womb, that I can bring you out of this situation right now. You're here because I wanted you to be here. I don't care who told you that you are a mistake. I don't care if your mother and your father said it. He, God, the creator God of the heavens and the earth, the very one that created your mother and your father. He said, I knew you before the foundations of the world. I knew you before you were knit in your mother's. on purpose and if you're here on purpose then you have a significance in the earth i put gifts in you i put abilities in you i place them all the way in your soul you are my treasure i put my treasure in your earth's vessel i gave you life and if I did all of that, but I'm going to bring you out of this, and I'm going to make sure that you have the victory and that you see it. Somebody say glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, are you out yet? Tell them. If they say no, let's say say let me pray with you. Let me pray with you because today is your day. Let's pray, Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you. Oh God, for the word that has gone forth today, I pray that you will help us to realize that you, already given us a victory. No matter what lie the enemy is trying to paint, the reality is we win. The reality is I'm already out. I'm already out. Hallelujah. I'm already out.
0: Hallelujah,
1: Jesus. I'm already out. I'm already out. Coming out. I'm already out. So David, the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 8. Yeah, so David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I pursue this truth? Shall I overtake them? And God answered, he answered, pursue. For you shall surely overtake them without fail. Recover all. It wasn't just a prophetic thing. God was telling him. Without fail, recover all. It was like a remedial test. He told Saul, without fail, destroy them all. In this moment, God is telling David, without fail, recover all. Hey, Jesus. How does somebody say glory? Who's ready to recover all? Without fail. Hey, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is so. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. So David went, he and the 600 men who were with him, and came to the brook of the where those stayed who were left behind. But David pursued. He and 400. See, the, the numbers dwindled a little bit, but the victory was still coming. The victory is too so but in verse 10 but David pursued and he and four hundred men but two hundred stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross the brook the sword but they kept on fighting they kept on winning verse 11 then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and they gave him bread and he ate and they let him drink water and they gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins so when he had eaten his strength came back to him for he had eaten no bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights in verse 13 then David said to him to whom do you belong he said I am an Egyptian and Amalekite they go to that Amalekite right there and as you continue to read down the Bible says that in verse 17 that David attacked them from twilight until the evening of the next day not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled so David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away and David rescued his two wives and nothing of this was lacking Either small or great Sons or daughters spoil or anything Which they had taken from them David recovered all If David recovered all You will recover all Let's give God the praise Let's give God the glory In Jesus name Tell your neighbor It's time to come out of zigzag Hallelujah Ask him again Are you out yet? I believe you're out I'm out Hey I'm out Tell your neighbor, say, I'm out. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, God. Thank you, Jesus, I'm out. I'm to get into the ocean. And as I close, I just want to say this one last thing. David recovered all, and later on, just a little bit later on in the script, he becomes the next king. God, God manifested that day. It didn't happen overnight. Lord knows it didn't happen overnight. But years later, he walked into around around his thirtieth year, fifteen almost fourteen or fifteen years later, he becomes Israel's next king. With the oil this time. For real. <laughs> Alright, God bless. Love you, speak to you soon. Remember, you have come out as a clay. God bless. Speak Jesus.
0: Hey, everybody, I pray that someone was pricked in their heart about making a serious decision to come to Christ. He says in his word, in the day that you hear my voice, harden out your heart. I pray that this word has found you today. And if you desire to come to him, the altar is open right now. The altar of your heart. Just say this prayer with me today. According to Acts 2 and 38. It says, repent. Turn. Be godly sorrowful. For what you have done. That God did not approve of. Then it says, be baptized in the name of Jesus. For the remission of your sins. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But the first step is to turn away from the thing that God does not approve of. To believe, if you believe that He died on the cross for you, that He was buried for you, that He rose up again on the third day for you, He said, You shall be saved today. So let's pray this prayer right now. Father, I ask that you forgive me of every sin that I've committed. Sorry, Lord. Sorry for what made you upset about me. Come into my heart. I need a change. Say, Lord, I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that you were buried for me. And I believe that you rose up on the third day just for me. Forgive me. I need you. Come into my heart right now. Jesus' name, cleanse me by your blood and by your power. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And if you meant it, congratulations. There's rejoicing over one sinner, rejoicing over one person that did not know who God is. And over 99, that's already his. The heavens are rejoicing because you made the wise decision to come to him. But that's the first step of the journey of salvation. The next is finding a Bible-believing church that God has led you to and requesting to be baptized in the name of Jesus. We we spoke a lot about his name today. and I pray that it blessed you. It's so powerful that you can be baptized in his name. And after that, you continue to seek him in 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 receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, according to Acts chapter two, where it speaks about the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and under the utterance of cloven tongues, the evidence that you are full of him and not 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 anything else but him. I pray that God will be with you on this road and on this journey, and remember, just because you gave your life to the Lord doesn't mean you're not going to have trouble. You're going to have trouble, but it just means that now you have help. You can talk to God anytime. You can write a journal to him. You can ask him to help you in this journey. You can ask God to help you with your purpose. Amen. He's there. God bless you. I pray that heaven will smile upon you. Until we meet again, I love you. God bless you. Speak to you soon.